was the idea of seeing Mount Rushmore. Mm -hmm. For people who don't know, it's the four presidents that are carved into the mountain in uh, Rapid City uh, in yeah, South remember. Dakota. And so sent my drone up, got some awesome footage. Um, but I remember at one point I was looking, because I was sort of flying half on my screen on my phone, but also looking up to see where the drone was, but also just to admire it, because I didn't want to miss the moment. And I remember flying... I was trying to do a pan shot where I fly straight and then I come up and over the president's heads, you know, just mm. to sort of finish the scene almost. Yeah. Um, and I was flying and I didn't know, but my drone had reached max height. And so I was flying up in my head looking at these presidents, but my drone was flying straight in. And when I looked at the screen, I almost ran into Abraham Lincoln's nose. And I remember just freaking out, being like, this is why I don't do this. This is why I don't fly drones. I almost chipped the nose of Abraham Lincoln. Imagine if you actually crashed the, no the drone into the nose of Abraham Lincoln. Hey guys, you are now listening to The Happenance Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Casadillo. Sit back and relax as I explore different perspectives to do with travel, lifestyle, self-help, spirituality, and any other curveballs life throws at me. <laughs> Thank you for stopping by. Peace. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the Happenance Podcast. I'm with my best friend right now, also my roommate, and right now we are in a a garage, and that's why I've decided to call the next series of my next podcast coming through called the Storehouse Series. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not com completely convinced on it. But, um, Plank. Blank. <laughs> Blank. I'm just, you know, when you kind of, because we're filming what this. What about introducing me? Yeah, I'm going to introduce you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. The life of a podcast host. This is hard. But this is the, my first time. This is our first time um, filming this. And it's actually quite weird because I'm talking as if it's only audio, but there's a camera there and a camera there. And yeah. Anyways, how you feeling? Nerves, nerves are gone. Nerves are here, but as soon as we progress... As soon as we start going. Horrible intro, but we can only get better. We're keeping the intro? <laughs> you, you know what? I'm going to keep it. Let's roll yeah, it. Let's roll it. Let's roll it. We're happening now. Um, so I've been living with my best friend Drew now for the past two weeks now. And um, we did like a series together, a vlog series, only a few years... It took two years ago? Or well, coming up to... Three, almost, Three years ago, yeah, yeah, of when we um, first travelled across Canada and into the US together. And on this podcast, I've been wanting to get drawn to do a podcast together for so long, but I wanted to, I want, I want each podcast to have something, something that's attainable for a listener to listen to, rather than just two best friends talk crap for an hour or so. Which we will be doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we wanted to talk about our Canadian trip and our adventure about it and what happened, but also the things we learnt in between. But before we get into it, we're going to start right at the beginning of when I was about to go... When I, You dropped me off at the airport, do you remember? I remember. So yeah, you I dropped remember. me off at the airport, and I was about to go and do some social work in Germany, and I wasn't... My plan wasn't to go to Canada. I wanted to be in Europe for at least uh, like six months, work, and just see what happens. But then you dropped me off. You and Jared dropped me off. Two of my best mates dropped me off at the airport, and we were there, and we, you guys were seeing me off. I checked in my luggage. We were getting coffees. Then we sat down. And I remember you were like, Daniel, just just come. <laughs> I remember you just kind of, it was just silent because we didn't, you know, when your mate's leaving, you don't really know what to say. But you're just like, Daniel, just come. And then, like, how did, how did this idea happen? The biggest thing, I think, the biggest contextual thing leading up to it is you had pushed me so hard to travel. The whole, since leaving school, you're always like, Drew, come traveling with me, come traveling, come, come traveling, you know? And then as soon as I got to the point where Jared and I were going over to Canada for our mate's wedding and your mate's wedding, you chickened out <laughs> and you said, no, it's too expensive. I'm not coming. And for me, I was shocked because I was like, you've worked me so hard. Uh, you've pushed so hard to get me to go traveling. And then you bailed. So it was it was mine and Jared's mission from the start to convince you just to. But how long? So before the air, airport, before mm -hmm. I left, how how long were you and Jared wanting to get me to go to Canada? Building I thought I thought you would. I think mm. we both thought you would. Yeah. You know, um, we both thought you would go. So that's why when you said no, nah, I'm going to Germany, and because you'd already been to Canada. Yeah. Prior. Um, and so returning wasn't appealing to you. You didn't want to spend money on 
backtracking back to some place you've been. Um, but yeah, as for Jared, like Jared and I, both of us, we were just so convinced that no, we got to do what Especially we can. Especially like three best friends traveling yeah. together. Like, yeah. yeah. And also you'd, you'd talked so much about it and we didn't know whether yeah. you were actually doing it. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, were, yeah, you, yeah. were you mingling with the locals or were you just going to a hotel and sipping? <laughs> Whenever I travel, just, just stay in hotels, just not volunteering at all. <laughs> sipping on champagne and eating caviar <laughs> on a plate in France, you know, or yeah. you're actually getting in. So yeah. that was another thing that yeah. we could see that you were actually doing yeah, what yeah. you were saying. You were and so, but for you, mm-hmm. but building up, before we left, yep. just quickly, um, you're going to hear some drops, everyone. Yeah. That is because it is raining, it is cold, that's why we've got our like, cups of tea and jumpers. Should we do a chink for oh, the chink. mic? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, man, the video version is going to be way better. Yeah, <laughs> if you don't like this format, then feel free to jump on YouTube yeah. and watch that yeah. instead. Um, but so, building up to you... To York, to Canada. Mm-hmm. What was your mindset? What was going well, through I'd, for you? I'd been working full time for a year um, before we left um, in a job that I sort of got over it quite quick, but I was doing because I needed the money. Um, but I just remember having just such a longing, you know, such a longing to to get on the road to go see part of the world because I'd lived in WA my whole life. I was now. 19 I think um, without even stepping foot outside of Australia you know and I had all friends including yourself that had been to three continents by the time you were 19 you know um, four, four, oh, sorry. <laughs> that was sorry. sorry I shouldn't have just, said that just for the record, just for the record. <laughs> um, but I just I remember just feeling so just so ready to the point where I was telling my girlfriend before I left I was like when I step off that plane I feel like I'm going to break down and cry because I've like I've wanted this, and I'd worked so hard, and we planned to go maybe six months, three to six months beforehand. Um, and for me, it was the whole idea of I'm leaving my job, you know, complete freedom. I'm not renting. I'm getting out. Like I have absolutely nothing, mind you, a girlfriend that had to stay home <laughs> while I was gone. <laughs> but apart from her, like I had no places to be, no ties, no rent to pay, no nothing. And I I remember just like remembering that or thinking that when I get off that plane I'm just going to be overwhelmed with the sense of I'm doing it you know like which was the best the best feeling yeah but I I would have I would have hated to get like to hop off the plane and people look across and they see like this big tall Australian guy breaking down crying (laughs) here's a wimp that misses his mummy you know merci merci Yeah, yeah yeah but like what so what took you so long to do it then I think the biggest thing was money um, and then constant pestering of my girlfriend to be like, let me go, let me go, let me go. You know, much like a kid tugs on a mum's mum's bloody dress when, when he wants an ice cream. Was, You're getting so much trouble. It was a lot of that. Yeah. It was a lot of that. And so, so going from there, so you're in Canada, but then... Well, we're in Canada. We're in Canada. Yep. So, but, like, I'm... I, did I... I made up my mind in at the airport when you guys said goodbye to me, mm-hmm. when I was saying goodbye, so this was three months before Canada, sorry. Yep. This is three months before Canada. I was at the airport. You guys dropped me off. And then, so you guys were so set on going. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, why don't you just come? And then it's hard because usually with an airport drop off or when you drop your mate off at the airport, it's like, you talk about absolutely nothing because you don't want to get too vulnerable and talk about, oh, I'm going to miss you, da, 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 but you kind of want to talk about something kind of meaningful, but you don't want it to be forced. And it's so much to it for me i i know i know you yeah like yeah. i know you well and i've yeah. done i've done probably majority of your airport drop-offs yeah. or pickups yeah. um and for me over a couple of years i've figured out you're most vulnerable to being convinced otherwise when you're leaving because that's when the emotions of you bastard <laughs> you took advantage of me that's when the emotions of oh, i'm leaving like my home my job my boys and that, that for me is the perfect time to plant a little seed <laughs> in poor, Daniel, poor unexpected Daniel. Oh, here head. I am thinking it was a very spontaneous, free-flowing conversation. Maybe you, for you. <laughs> oh, well played. Well played. You had me. So, like, all right. And because I, I remember, because the conversation we were having at the airport mm-hmm. was probably like the best conversation I've ever had at the airport. Just because it wasn't like a, 
It turned into a... No, at the beginning, it was like, a, oh, you're leaving. Da, da, da. But then it turned into like a... I'm seeing you guys in three months. Do you know what I mean? It turned yeah. into like this massive excitement kind of thing. And I made my mind up at the airport quite impulsively. Just like, you know what, boys? Yeah, let's do it. And I think you booked a ticket. The next the, day. Yeah, yeah when yeah. I was in Germany, straight into yeah. Wi-Fi, I booked my flight. Which for you, not to not to rain on your parade, but until you've booked the ticket, nothing's set. You know? <laughs> like I said, as soon as you book that ticket, I know it. Like Jared and I were like, yes, we've got him. We've it was, got him. wasn't just high on like, it wasn't, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, so then we did it. We made it happen. We were excited. And then three months later, we're in Montreal yep. for our best mate's wedding. Mm-hmm. And then, so how old was he when he got married? 21. 21. 22? 21, 22. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was the best experience though, especially f- like for me, my first experience of traveling. And I did it right, you know, like yeah. I, I went the furthest I could go from yeah. home. Um, but having, because it was our mate's wedding and we had a lot of people fly over from Australia, having all your friends, people you know yeah. in a completely different country speaking a completely different language all in the same place like hit hard yeah yeah especially because like we've i remember when i arrived i arrived at the bucks party Mm -hmm. and so you guys have been there for a couple days and so when i arrived it was just like you guys are already amped up you guys are already partying and having a good time and then i remember it clicked and i was like oh my gosh i am with my boys in canada yeah, that's exactly it. That's what I was thinking as well. When I saw you, like, because we were having beers at um, a pub in Montreal. When you walked in, I was like, this, we're doing it, you know? This is, we're, all, we're all doing it. We're locked in. We're locked in, yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah. no turning back. Um, and that's when it sunk in for me that, all right, this, this is an adventure, you know? Mm. Which is what I wanted it to be. Mm. Um, but we stayed in Montreal for... A little while, two weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I remember my first experience with a, a French local. Well, how did you find ke- learning French? Sorry, Quebecois. I Quebecois. Say. Ah, nice, Quebecois. nice. Um, I learned a little bit here and there, but learning a language is just go, on. go, go your French. Um, je suis désolé, je parle seulement anglais. Oh, look which, at him! Don't ask me to translate into English because I've forgotten the English translation, but I remember how to say it. It's something, something. Do you? speak English because my English my French isn't good or I don't know do you, you know, know do, do you know say it I'm? again je suis désolé je parle seulement anglais yeah I'm sorry I only speak English yeah which is a horrible thing to greet someone with <laughs> Um, I can imagine you, you meet someone, bonjour, ça va? Yeah. You go, I'm sorry. Je suis désolé, je parle seulement anglais. That's respectful, that's respectful. I'm not putting effort into your language, <laughs> I just speak English. But I remember my first experience um, interacting with one of the locals there was we were going up to our mate's apartment because that's where we were crashing um, while the wedding was on and now prepping everything. Um, and they rented so they had a landlord and once we were walking up with all our bags up the stairs um, to get to this apartment and the landlord came over and saw these three backpackers and must have thought these guys are renting out my house to other people and making money you know so he came over in a bit of a flurry and a bit of bit of fury a bit of bite and started speaking to me and i just completely locked up oh was it in complete all in french all in french yeah he didn't he didn't speak english and and i remember because the boys had gone ahead as well so it was it was just me face to face with this guy (laughs) he was speaking french and i just had no clue what to do and i said oh no no no, sorry and turned around and walked away (laughs) and that was it that was my first experience and I felt horrible. Hey, so he was going off at you and you said, oh, not, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and walked away. Not not so much going off. I think he came over with the intention of finding out what was going on. Okay, yeah. The poor guy is... Oh, I just... I remember walking away being like... And again, I walked to the boys, regrouped as a pack, and then we went and, <laughs> then we went and faced the, the buffalo, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> so, and then we sorted it all out and it was all good, but... I remember just feeling like I need to put more effort into my French because that I never ever want to experience that in my life again. Ever. Well, you did well. That's awesome. That's well, awesome. I wouldn't say walking away yeah. from a stranger as he talks to you is doing yeah. well, but yeah. but then so then after that it was wedding time, which was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. fun fiesta. 
Um, and then after that, it was like they, the John, our best mate who got married, they left the next day. So very quickly, wedding celebrations finished. Yep. And then it was just us. Yeah. Well, that's something that I learned very quickly from traveling is people invest so much more in you because they want to know about where you're from and who you are and what, what's your country like, you know? Um, so within a matter of days, we'd make some really close friends through his friends, you know? Um, and when they left, we sort of had the choice to stay and pay rent to stay there for a little while. Um, or we could move and we decided, oh, we'll get things started. We'll go, you know? Um, and that's when we ran into Nico and Fanny. Yeah. And who was John's best man. Yep. Um, Groomsman. Groomsman, sorry. Groomsman. Yeah. Um, and... So they were like... Oh, I was going to say, were you best man? But now I remember you weren't. <laughs> I was the MC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which um, was... I was really scared being the MC. You were really sick that night as well. I was not not in a good place. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. And because it was like a French and English translation. Yeah. So it was a bit... It was a fiesta, but it was a lot of fun. Mm. But um, yeah, I remember when... He was just so easy going, like, oh yeah, come stay at our place in, in Montreal. We're like, are you sure? Like, three Aussie dudes just stay at your place? Four Aussie dudes, because we had our other friends. Oh, yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, four Aussie dudes yeah. staying at his place. But it was so super like, yeah, yeah, come over. Come over. My wife would love to have you. And they're like, he was 19, 20? Yeah, I think 20. 20 and 19 year old, yeah. married, and then, so and married young. And they were just like, yeah, just come, come around. And we're like, yeah. All right, no worries. We'll, we'll do that. Living in the heart of Montreal as well. Yeah. So that was like, if you've ever been to Montreal, they're small apartments. So that yeah. was six people, four of us being big Australian <laughs> lads <laughs> in this apartment. It was crammy, but yeah. we stayed there a day. And then next thing I know, they were telling us they're going on their anniversary to Cuba. Cuba. That's right. <laughs> and they said, here's the key, eat what you want stay as long as you want and left <laughs> and that was it and i think and i think we stayed there maybe another three or four days after yeah that. yeah yeah because I, I remember when we were there we were, our prime intention was to get a car around montreal and then just hit the ground running and just get out of there yeah so to just quickly set the stage for listeners our intention daniel myself and our best friend jared were going to buy a car. We started in Montreal and Jared had booked a plane to get out of Calgary two weeks later, yeah, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. And so our main mission was to get this car and get on the road so we could see as much as Canada before our best mate had to fly home. Yeah, yeah. So I think that, we wanted to get Jared to Banff. To Banff, that, yeah. That was it. That was like, we want to get to Jared to Banff, buy our own car yep. within two weeks. Which was... Very stressful. Yeah. Like, I yeah, thought traveling, yeah. I was on holiday, you know? <laughs> yeah, there was, there was yeah, a lot yeah. of pressure on trying to get this car. Um, yeah. We had a lot of dud deals oh, go man, down and people yeah. were saying, yeah, come over, I got it. And then we rocked up to one suburb and sat around for three hours waiting for them to give us a call so we could get their address. And they called us in three hours and they're like, ah, uh, sorry, we've, yeah, we've yeah. just sold it. And we got pub- we had to do public transport everywhere because we didn't have a car. So it was actually, it, we took our damn time to get everywhere. And I remember there was a point where we were sitting in this cafe when we just got the phone call. No, I've already sold the car. Sorry. We were just thinking like, Jared was like super, we're, we're all upset. And then we, none of us really wanted to say it, but we were just like, should we just catch a bus to bed? Catch a bus to Calgary. Well, I think it was. I think it was too late at that point because we we figured out the timeline. And if we couldn't find a car within three days, yeah, we had to fly. Yeah, yeah, which really would have just <laughs> wrecked the mood. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, wrecked what we wanted to do. We wanted to do our own thing and everything. Like that. And I remember we were just going. We we sourced out all of like the different car ads from different locals that are posting about their wanting to sell their car. We're going through them all. We've seen all of them. We know all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, we almost know. by name. Almost the by owner. name, yeah. We wrote them down. We're ticking them off. We're crossing them out. And then there was one car that we stumbled across and we hadn't seen it before. All the rest were unavailable. And it was just this one car, this one photo. Yeah, one... Like the, the sketchiest deal you would yeah. come across. It was yep. one photo. And usually in the bio when it has... um. What is it like? Oh, oh good oh, air conditioner. Just had a recent service. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it was just, it just wrote a good deal. 
<laughs> Which and the A didn't have a capital letter. It was like a lowercase. Bad a. spelling, bad ad all around. I wouldn't advise him for an advertiser. <laughs> so it wasn't. But, but he, he, he got us. He got he us. Because we went, we went, we bought the car. Seven hundred dollars, mind you. Yeah, but Canadian. in saying that, the like we we definitely judged a book by its cover. We did. We did because he told <laughs> he told us to meet us out in this some neighborhood that was two hours with public transport out of where we were from. So we got there, we were meeting this dude at this petrol station. I remember we talked to him on the phone. He had a very rich accent. I couldn't, I couldn't put a, like a name on it, but he had a very rich accent. Yep. And then he comes in and he goes, yeah, come over. Quick, quickly though, this is yeah. right on the back of being denied a car. Someone had just, we'd gone to them and they'd said, no, we'd just sold it. So then to commit to two hours of travel there potentially so not have the car and then two hours back yeah. we decided like this is this is the make or break we better get this damn car <laughs> yeah and then he, he he's we're waiting at this petrol station we didn't really we judged book by his cover by his accent we didn't really know what was going on and then the car comes and he goes come in and come to my house <laughs> i don't know how to do the accent <laughs> no no you nailed it you nailed it and we're just like we all looked at each other like do we do it we can't, if one of us says, no, I'm not going to, then we all kind of have to, but we all didn't know, you know? Yeah. So we're just like, you know what? We all just didn't say anything. We got into the car. There was three of us in saying that, but this dude was big. He was big. And whilst we were in the car, he was, well, I asked him where he was from, and he goes, I'm from Romania. <laughs> Nailed that. <laughs> no, that was Terminator. <laughs> Sorry to any Romanians yeah. listening out there. <laughs> oh, I've just made a mess. Anyways, um... And then I remember he was saying, I don't want to do the accent. No, go on. No, you're doing a real good job. <laughs> he was like, he was saying like, um, do you remember, what was it? He, I was like, oh, so do you do this often and things like that? And he goes, yeah, I sell like high exports, in, <laughs> local exports in Africa, all this kind of thing. Yeah. So very quickly we established that he probably wasn't the best human out, um, but we got we got to his house and it was by that oh, time it was night time. No. It was the door. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was dark by then as well. Um, so we were like, it, we're either gonna get a car or we're gonna get killed. That was, that was the two <laughs> options. There was no, there was no literally make or break. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, and I remember as we were walking up to the door, um, he said. I won't try the accent. <laughs> Please, come no, on. No, I already did. It, go on, go on. No. <laughs> he, he said, I hope you guys aren't afraid of dogs. And as a bit of a joke in return, I went, oh, only if they bite. And he didn't say anything. And he just kept walking to his front door and he was dead silent. And that's, yeah, I was like, oh, he that. maybe didn't hear me. Maybe. Yeah, he yeah. opens the door and he's got a full grown male German shepherd. It was massive. I it thought was, it was a wolf. It was a wolf. It, was it a probably wolf. was a wolf across <laughs> German shepherd. And we just, that's when, for me personally, I was like, nah, this is it. This guy is honestly going to kill us and f- feed us to his wolf. And so we start doing paperwork and he's commanding this dog to go do stuff. He's like, the dog was coming over and it was friendly dog we were patting it. But then he would yell something in Romanian and the dog would take off and sit in its bed perfectly. <laughs> and in my head, that was just a sign. You've trained this dog so well. If you tell him to jump and take our arm off, he'll do it. <laughs> so that was... Because uh, I, I remember I remember before we were going in, because uh, on the ad, the car was up for 700 And I was like, boys, boys, come in, Kira. I'm pretty good at bartering. So when we get there, I'll I'll work a bit of magic. I'll see if we can get down to like five hundred dollars. As soon as I saw that man, as soon as I saw that wolf, I was not speaking out of line at all. You got eight hundred. I was yeah. I was yeah. Offering more money just to make a quick transaction. Tip man. <laughs> oh um, man. But we and got it. We got it. We got the car. We signed all the documents, and it was all legal. It was all fine. Well, we we wouldn't have known if it wasn't, but we <laughs> yeah, didn't get picked up. Our, well, our knowledge on the Department of Transport in Canada is a bit... We were naive, mm-hmm. but we made it happen. I remember when we had to go the next day, get the license plates, and then we just put the license plates into the into the window. Yeah, we, we didn't... Did, we didn't have... even seal them onto the back of the car. We just put it at the back of the window, and then we we're just like... This is it. We're, we're just going. We're, we're just on. going. We're, we're taking way too much time. We were so excited. We were, but the first time we left the house, we packed up everything. Um, the couple that were on their anniversary that we were staying with um, 
just said, oh, I'll just leave the key. We got, we'll take a spare key with us. So we locked everything up, had all our bags, walking out of that door. It was like, all right, this, like you're saying, this is it. Like we're starting. Walk up to our car. This is our car. This is it. Yeah, we're starting. Yeah. Look at the windscreen and we had a $100 Canadian fine on it because Daniel parked the same way Australians do without realizing that it was facing the wrong way on the opposite end of the road. <laughs> And we never paid it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we had to, we got a different license plate. We yeah we yeah. we drove the car that night without a license plate. Um, With a temporary one. Yep. Yeah. And we thought there's no way they can trace this back to us. If we if they have a fine on our number plate, that's not going to be the same number plate as yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Let's risk it. And so. Until like, now, I who, mean, we've just said on the podcast. Who knows? Like, yeah, yeah. Who knows? We the minister back, of like Canadian foreign affairs. <laughs> we could go back to Canada and be arrested first thing as soon as we hop on plane because the interest accumulated on this fine. We're like, <laughs> yeah. we owe millions. But then we're in the car and we're moving. We're going. And how did you find driving on the right hand side for the first time? I almost crashed. Yeah. Yeah, like the first time. I pulled out and always got T-boned. Yeah, that was just outside of Timmy Hortons. Oh, Timmy Hortons. <laughs> Timmy Hortons was like our our saviour. It's where we live. <laughs> Honestly. It's better than mum's cooking. They're Timbits. Do you want the Timbits? 10 for 9.95 or something? No, 10 for like $2. No, it wasn't that cheap. You were making, you were saving money while <laughs> I was spending it. If you had me wrapped around believing it was $9. <laughs> but I think it's always a bit tricky when you're driving on the right-hand side, though. Mm. Like that, it goes against everything you've kind of grown up with, especially around roundabouts. Yeah, the biggest thing was learning which way to look. Yeah. You know, because for me, I didn't know which way to look because we're so used to driving on one side. And so you always scan the way that you know cars are coming. So when I was driving, I was scanning the way that I thought cars should be coming without actually coming from another direction. And so, because we're driving, we're out of Montreal, we're getting out of Quebec. Beautiful lakes, man. Beautiful drive. Mm. And then we were driving through and then we are kind of just Airbnb as we kept going, right? Yep. And yep. then as we kind of getting to... Uh, do you remember... Uh, yeah, when we were kind of going to the belly button of Canada. Yeah. Winnipeg. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to pass through Saskatchewan. Yeah. Which yep, was yep. just 12 hours straight yeah. driving through. Well, yeah, that drive from Winnipeg to Calgary. That was yeah. the, the worst drive. That was just flatlands. And that was horrible. And we knew it was horrible, so we wanted to hit it hard and just do the whole thing one day. One day. Yeah. We did. We, we did. made a cool vlog on it. We did. Yeah, went on for too long. <laughs> nah. <laughs> it, was, it was comparative to the, to the actual <laughs> yeah. drive itself. We wanted so the viewers to if, suffer with us. Yeah, if you, if you watched the whole thing and you thought this goes on way too long, that's exactly <laughs> what the drive was for us. <laughs> and it was awesome because then we were staying with some of my family because my sister-in-law is from Calgary. So I got to stay with family and it was awesome just to have a base for a bit and then when i parked into calgary yeah <laughs> i made the same mistake <laughs> and i remember when we were so tired we went into um my family's house and all that we were so happy had beers we were so tired i think we clocked out we went straight to bed and then when we woke up the next day it was like boys we're actually doing it we bought a car and we're taking jared to bed all and under the two weeks doing it very cheap as well. Yeah, like yeah. We're yeah. doing it on the cheap. Yeah. We bought a cheap car. Yeah. Fuel was pretty cheap. Yeah. Didn't have to fix anything, so we, we were just going. Yeah, and yeah. And the whole thing, we weren't spending a lot of money, which was awesome. Exactly. And I remember when we walked, I walked out to get something from the car, and I went to where um where I thought I parked it, and I was like, oh, it's not there. I was like, what? So kind of I look around. Kind of thought like Drew and Jay were like playing a prank on me, hid the camera somewhere or something. Get walking around. I was like. Man, did we? Did I park somewhere else completely? Am I? And I didn't want to approach you guys because I didn't want to be like, guys, where do I park? Because I feel like they're very irresponsible. <laughs> and then I went back into the into the into the house, and you guys were still packing your bags. I'm like, it's still here. <laughs> so and the yeah, camera's we, there. We'd left poor Daniel, yeah. and we'd gone on without him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I was like, the camera's still here, so they're not playing a trick on me. I was like, boys, where do we park? I'm trying to be, be like as innocent as possible. You guys are like, oh, just outside. I was like, it's not there. <laughs> I remember walking out and we we filmed it. Yeah. So we were we were vlogging while it was happening because yeah. Jared and I thought, oh, this is just something decent set up for us. Let's just like yeah, oh, go along. You thought like, I was there doing thought, a prank with you at the camera. Yeah, exactly. We oh, we, we thought so it was funny. we thought it was vice yeah. versa. Like, yeah. oh, you set us up. Yeah. And 
soon we were to discover that it had been towed and it cost us like 200 and two to 300 yeah to bail it out yeah it was like what the heck (laughs) and so we didn't get to get we had to do it the next day and then I remember when we, when we went into there, it was like we failed. We were so defeated. Well, that, the the price we paid was almost half of the <laughs> car's value. So we hadn't won. We hadn't won. <laughs> yeah. But then at the end of the day, I remember we buy, when we bought it, we're like, when we paid for the fine, we're driving out. And it goes, all right, boys, enough's enough. We're going to Banff. And it was really rewarding to get Jared to build because I feel like yeah. that was our own personal achievement. Yeah. And I found that quite interesting because we were vlogging the whole thing, we're doing things in front of camera, having fun and all that kind of thing. It came to the point where Drew, you were really sick mm. in Banff. And so, and our goal originally beforehand, we wanted to swim in Lake Louise. It would be cold, but we wanted to do it and get on camera. And Drew was sick as a dog. If Which you was a horrible time to be sick because I would have preferred to be sick on the bloody 12-hour drive that we'd done <laughs> yeah. instead of when we got to arguably one of the most beautiful places in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Drew was flat out just not feeling good. I remember Jared and I were like talking to different people and Drew was like, shut up. Like, just not having it. Just not having it. <laughs> not saying it. I didn't ever say no, didn't that. Say I didn't no, say it. No, I no. thought it. You thought it. No. Um, and then it came to the point where Jared and I looked at each other and we were just like, we're doing it. We're going to jump in. <laughs> Drew's really killing this vibe. We should walk faster yeah. and ditch him. <laughs> but like, we're just going to jump in late, Louise. Had the cameras rolling. But then the weirdest thing was, as, we, as I was taking off my shirt and all that, Drew was doing the exact same thing. Little grumpy Drew. Little <laughs> grumpy Drew taking off his shirt. Like, all vulnerable. Uh. <laughs> and I was just like, Drew, what are you... Like, just, like, playfully, but kind of innocently, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you're sick. And he goes, I go the day... We're doing it. I'm doing it. We're doing it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And then we all jumped in. And that was the interesting thing because you always see on with um don't have the distraction of the camera. The camera gets in the way of things, which I completely agree with. Mm-hmm. But it was very interesting on the flip side that how sometimes the camera can make you step out, can make you do things, can make you challenge yourself, go yeah. more, do more, be more, you know what I mean? Get the better angle, etc. Yeah. And so you doing that was like a big kind <laughs> of like whoa you know what i mean yeah and so then all of us boys in lake louise freezing our balls off but then happy days the best thing was that you could visibly see the footage before we jumped in my mood yeah and you could suddenly see such a switch yeah because i like i still felt sick has your voice right now yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. i need to give me a sec while i cough cut this (laughs) (coughs) <coughs> that smoke yeah. a laugh don't you no I'm kidding I don't smoke no mum <laughs> you were talking yes um, there was such an obvious switch in my attitude yeah. and to be able to even just for me to see that over camera like it really taught me a lesson of when you put yourself out when you really don't want to that can just completely lift your attitude yeah. you know yeah. Um, yeah. especially because I was I was feeling Horrible. I had no clue what I had, but just had no energy. Was just felt like I was carrying a thousand bricks. Yeah. Um, but then after I did that, I I pushed myself. It was a yeah. it was a struggle. Yeah. But as soon as I did, yeah, I felt like a whole new person. Yeah, and cracking so- jokes at the locals and, <laughs> yeah. and waving to, to people and yeah, yeah. And then so then we done it. We're taking Jared. We got there within two weeks, and then we say goodbye to Jared. Yeah. In Calgary, he left. And then I remember the next day when we left, it was just me and you in the car. And it was just like... So empty. It was empty. So empty. Like, I didn't know we... I think that's there's such a big difference between three and two rather than four and three. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? When it's just two other... When it's just me and you, it's just like, whoa. Yeah. Like, there's silence. There's, you know, which is great. But I was just... It took a while to adjust to. It was the hardest thing because Jared's... He's one of the boys, mm. you know? Um, and to see our adventure continue far into the future, yeah. but his to his to end, you yeah, know, yeah, um, that yeah, that was tricky, yeah, because yeah. we were having the best time, yeah, having yeah. the absolute best time, exactly. And so then when so we're driving, so now our mission was to get to across to Victoria, yep, to the, in Vancouver, yes, in Vancouver. So in BC to get all the way across, and then but the whole time we were trying to look for wildlife. We no luck. Yep. No luck whatsoever. 
And I do remember when we went on those massive drives down the long highways in Canada. Just found nothing. And people were like, oh, I saw a moose before. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, where, where, where? It goes, oh, just, just somewhere in Nietzsche. I was Nietzsche, just driving man. down this highway. <laughs> and, and, oh, it's the one that you guys would have driven on like 10 minutes ago. No, it was, hor- it was horrible. It became a, 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 almost an addiction for us to find and find some wildlife. Yeah. Because Canada, like North America, you got your bears, your moose, your deer, you know, we don't, we got kangaroos in the backyard and that's about, as, <laughs> we, as we ride as them we to see. school and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We see kangaroos so often that it's just not, it's not okay anymore. We wanted to see something new. Yeah, we wanted yeah. to breach out, you know, um, but nothing, nothing. We drove, we chose to drive countless hours to look for wildlife with no nothing, life. nothing. And then by the time we got into Victoria, we saw my brother mm-hmm. and then we're staying with them. And then after that, we made our way into the States. Yeah. Do you remember though, the, the first time that we were leaving, we were leaving Canada to go into the States. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget this. We'd, we'd gone on the ferry across from Victoria back to Vancouver mainland. And we mapped where the border was because we had to cross the border, which we were a bit nervous about. Um, and mapped it click go off we went and now daniel and i have a big thing i'm very much an apple's map apple maps person and daniel's very much a google map i can vouch that we were using google maps in this instance (laughs) we were driving for a while and then we're following the road and then we were still very much in vancouver but we're only five minutes away from our destination and we're like wow the border's so close, like we got to start getting stuff ready, you know, like eating our bananas, you know, <laughs> get rid of that food, you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we rock up and we're literally stopped at like a port, like where boats come in, looking at the ocean. Do you remember oh, this? Oh, I do. Yeah, I did. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it turns out there's a tiny section that's on the mainland of Vancouver. A tiny, I, I'm kidding you not. It's probably like a kilometer by a kilometer wide. Yeah, 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 I and, do. Yep, and that yep. is classed as American soil. And we'd cross the border into America. But then little did we know we had to backtrack two hours to get back onto the highway to go to the actual border. <laughs> yeah. It was, oh, I can't remember yeah. what it's called. Like Port, Port Kennedy or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, it was like, we were so hyped. Yeah. We were like, whoa, we're at the border. And we rock up to this stupid little... Hollywood's fake. Oh, we, <laughs> like, oh, it's horrible. It's all on like a kilometre. Yeah, I do remember that. But after a backtrack two hours, I think roughly two hours, we got back to the main road that we had to be on. Yeah. Using Apple Maps, probably. Yeah. <laughs> little plug for Apple, sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we got down to the border. And I'm going to tell you a story. I hope that you remember, because you should, because I tell everyone. Yeah. So we got to the border and we were both quite nervous because people had told us that um, Aussies, well, just any travellers, American border is known for just stopping travellers and being suspicious. And so they should be, it's good. Um, and so we park our car, we go in and we had a semi-dodgy looking car with number plates from Quebec, the other side, you know. Um, and so we go in and we're lining in, lined up in this massive line and we're probably there yeah, for... Yeah, two t- Aussie young dudes and a car from Quebec. Yep. Doesn't look good. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And so we're both like very nervous. Um, and we step up to the officer to state all our stuff with our passports and everything ready at the go. And now Daniel and I have known each other for a long, long time. Probably, what, year five, I think. No, kindergarten. Kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. but you went away and came back. Yeah, but we were yeah. close from... Yeah. Just five, seven onwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just continued to grow, grow, grow. You yeah. know, like we're really, we're really close. Yeah, and by yeah. this point in the adventure, we're also really close. Yeah. And we step up to the officer um, and he looks at us and sort of assesses us and he's probably thinking, how can I work these guys? So he looks at Daniel and he goes, what's your name? Daniel goes, Daniel. And he says, what's his name? Looking at Daniel... And that's exactly what I heard. Silence. And my best mate of 10 years had blanked on my name completely. Now what I was, was what, so scared. There was nothing that could have helped our cause more. Yeah. Because now we have two Australian guys. One of them doesn't even know the other one. With a car from Quebec. I felt... Oh, it, was, it, was a harsher, it was a harsher look at our friendship. Then our circumstance when you forgot my name in front of someone because you were nervous. He was so scary. It was scary. He was but so scary. the same guy, after we finished, they went and searched our car, went through it all. Um, 
we had to wait. And then we were sitting down waiting. And I remember someone else stepped up to the podium to this officer. And he had the biggest grin. Do you remember? Yeah, he was just full of oh, life. He yeah. was so happy. Whereas for us, he was peppering, like um, frowning. Just yeah. We were like, man, this guy doesn't like his job. <laughs> Next customer, someone else steps up. I think they were American. And yeah. he was just full of life, yeah. full of smiles, full of you have a great trip. You know, we're not going to search your car because <laughs> you're amazing. You know, I don't know what it was about us. Yeah. <laughs> Two young dudes with a car from Quebec. That's, that's, that's so good. And then the first thing we did when we got through after, after a while, um, we went and got Starbucks. Yeah. We went and got yeah. Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was when we realized like, okay, we're, we're in America. Like this yeah. is the United States now. Yeah. You know? Oh no. I, and for me, a big one was, I realized when we were in America after was when we were going to fuel up mm. into the petrol station and we saw $3 and 80 cents per, per something, per measurement. Yep. And our heads were like, we treated it like that's $3 80 per liter. Yeah. That's like $5, $5.60 Australian dollars. That is ridiculous. We are going to be so poor. We're yeah. driving and road tripping throughout the US. Then we realized imperial system. So. Miles. Gallons. Gallons. But miles is what we drive. Yeah, yeah, miles. Oh, it's close. Yeah, yeah. I definitely picked up a thing or two for <laughs> yeah, our trip. Yeah. Fahrenheit was hard to read. That was, hard, was, that was yeah. hard to convert. Especially because from Australia, we, we come from, this is a hot place. Like, yeah. We, we get some real bad heat waves. Um, and so telling people, telling Americans, Oh yeah, some days we hit like forty-seven, and they're like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's so cold, man! How do you? That's such a bad accent." No, nah, that was better than the Romanian. <laughs> okay, <laughs> started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we drove straight into America, got a coffee, and then hit the road for our next yeah workaway, which was Pashastan with a lovely family. Yeah, so we're doing we're volunteering with a family just outside of Seattle. Yeah, in the mountains of Siena. Siena. Isn't Siena. Siena in Italy? It is. Yeah, you're I Italian. Should know, I should know. Yeah. No, Siena is, but the uh, Siena Mountains. No, it was. Um, I don't know. We're gonna we'll waste. Come back yeah, to we're it. gonna waste yeah. time thinking about it. Yeah. Um, I will put it in the description below. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's right? Um, but then we. So then we start volunteering with this family with two other American girls, yep. and it was awesome because we made like a our own little tiny little community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. There's no better way to to enjoy a local's company and get to know them when you're working with them nonstop, living with them nonstop, eating every meal with them, you know? Mm. Um, so that was a great insight into, like, how Americans work, you know? Mm. Or that, that, that type of American, you know? Um, learning a lot about the country and how it all works. Yeah, I agree. I think that was probably, probably what I get most out of traveling, and that's what I love about it. Yeah. Um, so we went... Remember when we went to the workaways family's friend's house and we're just having some beers and, and hanging out and they were playing the horseshoe game. Oh, when you throw the thing around the pole? Yeah, in America, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but there's a big horseshoe game where there's just a pole stuck in the ground and you got to, from a distance, throw a horseshoe to catch around the pole. Yeah, and it swirls around. Yeah. Yeah, yep. around the and, pole. Yeah, and yeah, we were yeah. playing this with um, our workaways friends who were all older. They were probably 40s, maybe mm. 50s. Um, and it was Daniel and I on one team. Oh, no. And then, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you remember, no. oh, I wanted to bring this up, but I'm held off. <laughs> so, there was Daniel and I on one team, and then two of their friends that we were just having bands with, you know, having a laugh. Um, and Daniel and I were very new to the game. So, we're lining up. Daniel lines up his first throw, and he throws it, but it's a horrible, horrible toss. And it bounces across the floor a few times straight into one of our opponent's shins. And he, being a grown man, he being a grown man, reacted slightly, like a few hops on one leg and a few oohs, ahs. And Daniel goes, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, you're right. And this guy passes it off as nothing and says, no, no, it's, a, it's fine, it's nothing. I'm just going to go inside. And so as he was heading inside, he walked past me and I saw that his leg was covered in blood. And this horseshoe had torn a bit of his shin and it was just bleeding relentlessly. <laughs> and that was... I, mean, I shouldn't be laughing. Oh, I, I had no idea. It, it wasn't heavy damage, but it was enough to, to make a grown man 
whimper a little. Oh, I felt so bad afterwards. That's the worst thing. I couldn't go in because I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me I, afterwards. I, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did because you didn't see it because um, you walked past me, not Daniel's sight. And Daniel, being being inconsiderate, obviously just <laughs> wounded a human and then neglected him and forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. Kept going, went back to the game. I got to win. Um, but that's when we also, that's at the same point that we convinced the American oh. girls that... All different things. Yeah, um, yeah. That the like linking back, like we ride our kangaroos to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which isn't true, but <laughs> we loved, we absolutely loved milking the stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Especially Americans don't visit. Not a lot of them visit Australia. You yeah, know, so yeah. we we just had so much yeah. room. We convinced two girls that the average life expectancy of an Australian is twenty three. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's so many drop bears and there's so many snakes and there's so many sharks. Yeah. And yeah. they're always taking people and they were just baffled. They were like, Are you kidding? We we live to eighty three over here. We're like eighty that's like four times what we live to, you lucky bastards. I love how our reactions were like the same thing when yeah. they said it. They but here in America, we we live until we're eighty three. I mean, you're like, what? Your healthcare system must be on point. Yeah. But that's also when we tricked another person oh. into the fact that Australians. Well, she she inquired about yeah. our own language. Yeah, she's like, so what's it like learning English as a second language? And we're like, what what, what, what do you mean? She was like, well, because of the accent and everything. We're like. I remember me and you kind of looked at each other and like talked like telepathically. This like, is it. We, this we've is got it. it. <laughs> like, this is the gold mine. Do not laugh. Do not mess up. This Another is victim. It. Another victim. But this is it. And we were with like, yeah, it's like, that's why our accents sound really different. Um, Australian's quite a, like a hard language. Like, do you want to learn it? And she was like, oh, yes. I love culture. If it teach me Australian. <laughs> <laughs> what was the word? Um, Shangnom. Shangnom. Yeah, you did a click. You did a click. So. Which is yeah. a highly African thing to <laughs> yeah, do. I yeah, no, I know. I surprised myself. Yeah. With it. Um, I was like, Shangnom, which means goodbye. And she's like, Shangnom? I'm like, no, 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 Shangnom. Shangnom. <laughs> Daniel repeated this a couple of times to her until she had it. And the whole time, I just... I'm not very good with that type of stuff, so I had to look away because I was about to lose it. You were looking at the wall. Looking, I, I, was just, I was just staring blankly at a white wall, just being like, how can I make this wall not make me laugh because I'm about to lose it. But we got it. We, we left. Got it. We left. We said, shang and, shang and away we went. Do you reckon it was wrong of us to not tell Not at all. Again? Not <laughs> at all. No. I think the way that we mess with people is completely understandable and I don't feel bad whatsoever. Yeah. But then, so then the journey continued. Um, we left Bishaston, mm-hmm. we left um, Washington State, and then we had another workaway planned in Montana. Which in- was, if people don't know the United States too well, Montana is right next to Washington. Yeah, Apart borders. from a tiny bit of, doesn't border, there's a tiny little slither of Idaho in there. Ah, uh, right. Yep. yep, yep, yep. And so, from where we were in just outside of Seattle in Bishaston, it was a seven-hour drive from Bishaston to where our workaway host is now in Montana, mm-hmm. in um, Mountain Glacier. In um, Mountain Glacier? Glacial National Park. Glacier National Park. Yep. And we're just like, well, hang on. There was kind of like a mix-up with when we're talking to our workaway host and he can't have anyone for an X period amount of days. And so we're like, okay, we, we want to leave this place because we loved it, but it was time to move on. And we told them that we were going to be out by a certain time. Yeah. And we told this guy that we are going to rock up by a certain time. Um, yeah. So we... When he said that, oh, I can't have you, we thought, we've got three full days three, to, yeah. what should we do? Yeah, and money wasn't, we didn't have a lot of, so we just kind of like, what can we do? Because we paid for a hefty fine <laughs> yeah, for parking all, our car on. <laughs> it all links up. But then, so then we kind of, we were talking, we thought, why not just go on like a quick US road trip? And I remember as we were talking about a different route we can make to Montana, as we were talking, within minutes, the road trip just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Boy, did it escalate. <laughs> it escalated. We started with, oh, let's let's just duck down into, I'm trying to remember all like my... Like Oregon? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, let's duck down to Idaho, maybe see a bit of Oregon, and then back up to Montana. Yeah. Take a couple of days to do it. Really explore the place. And then we're like, well, seeing two other states, not enough. Let's push it to three. Let's push it to four. We settled on 11. 
and we, like five minutes later. Five minutes later, yeah. yeah. It was just like we it was like we were just counting to each yeah. other. Yeah. There was no words exchanged. Yeah. It was just numbers. This is numbers and US states. Yeah. Nevada, Nebraska, <laughs> yeah. Wyoming. Yeah. But then so then we went on this massively ambitious um road trip, three day road trip. And we smashed down 11 states. One of them was Colorado for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we stopped at McDonald's for yeah. a McFlurry or something. Which and then... was horrible. It yeah. was a horrible coffee. Oh, I love Oregon, though. Really beautiful place. <laughs> yeah. all, all 5Ks of it. Yeah. <laughs> all, the highway was fantastic. Yeah. But it was such an incredible experience. But it was really cool seeing the very different ranging landscapes of the US. And that was just in the Northwest. Yep. Of US. So being able to see all of that and within such a short period of time was you know what I mean? Yeah, it was um it was crazy because we were we were absolutely living in our car. Mm. We were eating breakfast, jumping back in the car and driving, sleeping in the car, stopping over for pee breaks, which people tooted and didn't seem to like, but in Australia we get away with it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um we were we were f- we were just moving, yeah, you know, like yeah. we, we had to do it. We were driving eight hours. Sh- well, I don't want to say shifts because it takes away from the adventure field, but yeah. we were driving eight hours each and doing that until we couldn't drive anymore. Yeah. One person would sleep while the other person drove yeah. and then we'd switch back so we could just try and get as much cramp. Like we were cramming. Yeah. We were yeah. cramming the states yeah. into our minds. Which just- made us go again to like really... We call it a bumble or but like really tired, grumpy, grumpy moods yep. and things like that. But it worked. And do you remember, um, we're taking, it was getting quite late and then at around 11, because a part of what, what also really appealed to us to also extend this trip so much was the idea of seeing Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. And the idea of seeing Mount Rushmore, I didn't even know where it was to begin with. I, when someone said it, I didn't even... I couldn't picture it. Yeah, yeah, neither. When someone said those... Mount Rushmore... I remember when you said, we're going through Mount Rushmore, I was like, sick. Yeah, where is, is like it? a what, sick Ma- mountain? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. But it, for people who don't know, it's the four presidents that are carved into the mountain in uh, Rapid City uh, in yeah, South remember. Dakota. Yes. North Dakota. Yes, South Dakota. South Dakota. Yep. Sorry, um, Danny, North... Dakota people. Dakotians, if we do get we're it wrong. wrong. Pretty, pretty confident in South. Yeah. Um, and I remember we were getting there, and it was getting really late. It was getting bored all, uh, I think, 10.30 p.m. And we Googled, Googled um, the, we stopped in to get some fuel, and we Googled, um, can we see Mount Rushmore tonight? But we're both thinking, seeing it at night time, I don't think that's worthwhile. I don't think it would be the same as seeing it in daylight. And it was 10 by that point, so we yeah. thought... Surely it's going to close. Yeah, um, but it closes at 11.30. And we'll, I think we're like 45 minutes to like an hour away. Yeah. So like, it, was, it was a rush. Yeah. So the, the, place, <laughs> nice. yeah, the place lived up to its name. Yeah. We did have to rush to get there. And we'll just... But in my head, I was thinking, whilst we were driving, I was like, is it worth it? We're seeing it at night time. Are we rushing it? To... <laughs> I hate... <laughs> 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 Got him. <laughs> but it was... It, our, our mindset was quite sapped you know we'd been driving for so long yeah. we, we were need, in need of some rest yeah um and i remember just both talking to each other and going oh, like it's probably not worth it but we always fell back on the idea we're in america mm. like we're, we're traveling while we're here let's see it let's just yeah. do it yeah yeah and i remember when we got in it was like 11 11.05 and there was like we we're like are we allowed to go in like nothing was locked off but there was just no cars. And this is probably one of the most touristic places ever in the US. There were so many different parking lots, you know, thousands. Yep. But it was all just green. Like, everything's green. Like, there's no park. Um, there's no cars or anything like that. So we're just like, okay, we'll just keep driving until we just get stopped and they tell us we have to go away, you know? Yeah. But we kept driving. Then we parked. And then we walked out. And then we didn't have to pay for like, the admission fee. Because there was no one at the office. There was no one at the office, so we just walked by. And I remember we were just walking by. It was like a little drizzle of rain. It was really nice. And then, boom, we turned the corner, and it was just four massive presidents. They're big. They're big. And they were just lit up. Yeah. And it was silent above I think anything. That's the, the biggest thing I remember is just standing. It was a little bit cold looking at these presidents and like when you look at something bigger than yourself you just have an appreciation like that yeah. that is massive you know yeah. it, like the size really credits something's um 
capacity to amaze someone, you know. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that it was silent. Yeah. Like, I think we saw one other person there the whole time. Yeah. Bar the two security guards. Um, And it was just us. And it was just these four presidents just glaring at us. It was... I was pretty, like... um, It was a goosebump moment. Goosebump moment. A hundred percent. And I am so happy that we decided to do it. I'm so happy we didn't like sleep on the side of the highway and then go there at daytime. I am so happy we went there at 11.30 at night, yep. right before it closed. That was a really cool thing. And do you remember drone story or not, just in case the US government hears well, it? Well, I was going to say that, but if we've already given the Canadian government a reason to infringe us <laughs> for not paying that fine. So might as well do it might the, US well do the Yeah. Um, we just, we'll just cross North America off our to-do <laughs> yeah. map. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we were vlogging at the time and thought, oh, it'd be great to get a drone shot of this because I, I own a drone under my name, Drew Barnes. You're welcome, D, so I'll let you off with that one. Um, and so we got there and I'm very particular about when I, where and when I fly my drone because um, I don't want to ruin it for the rest of everyone, you know? But D is an encourager, you know? It's encouraging, encouraging. It'll be great for the vlog. People will love to see it. You take it home, you show your mum, you know, show your family. And so there was no one around. It was dead silent, which didn't help because drones are extremely loud. <laughs> yeah. So if we're going to get caught, someone just had to have, like, no ears. ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, last time I checked, majority of people do. Um, and so sent my drone up, got some awesome footage. Um, but I remember at one point I was looking... Because I was sort of flying half on my screen on my phone, but also looking up to see where the drone was, but also just to admire it because I didn't want to miss the moment. And I remember flying. I was trying to do a pan shot where I fly straight and then I come up and over the president's heads, you know, just mm. to sort of finish the scene almost. Yeah. Um, and I was flying and I didn't know, but my drone had reached max height. And so I was flying up in my head looking at, these presidents but my drone was flying straight in and when i looked at the screen i almost ran into abraham lincoln's nose and i remember just freaking out they're like this is why i don't do this this is why i don't fly drones i almost chipped the nose of abraham lincoln imagine if you actually crashed the no- the drone into the nose of abraham lincoln and it, it would have made a very small dent in a mountain yeah you know but I th- I, like I don't know if it would have been noticeable or not. Uh, I wouldn't have been. You don't reckon? Nah. But no. I would have been sad for my drone. Yeah, true, true. But to be able to tell someone that I, <laughs> I almost chipped the nose off Abraham Lincoln. Um, so after that, quickly landed the drone. And yeah. We, we got, and we out, got out, out of there. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We got out. Yeah. And as we were walking out, I don't yeah. know how we missed it on the way in, but as yeah. walking out, maybe they put it on the wrong side of the corridors. Yeah, yeah. But there was signs, signs everywhere. No drones allowed. No drones. No drones allowed. Just we weren't able to do it. And then from then on, we just continued across Montana. Yeah, that that night we were we were driving late. I remember I was sleeping, and yeah. we were just about to get into North Dakota and then shoot across to Montana. So we're almost at the end of our journey. And I remember getting shaken awake by you, and you're like, "Look at this! Look at this! This storm is there's a storm brewing." Mm. And this was another moment in my life I don't think I'll ever forget. It was one of those moments where you. Again, just fully in awe, fully yeah. in awe of something bigger than yourself and power, yeah. you know, just pure power. And there was this lightning storm. We were coming down this big, big hill and in front of us was just flat plains, like as far as you could see. And there was pitch black. It was 3 a.m., I think, in the morning. And there was this lightning storm. And I kid you not, lightning was striking. I don't kid you not because you were there, Daniel, but I kid <laughs> the listeners not. that lightning was striking the floor everywhere and we could see it. And as soon as it struck... We like you could see everything. It, it was up. like it was yeah. daytime. Someone had yeah. just flipped a light on, and I like I've never been so scared of a thunderstorm in my life. I was yeah. petrified because we were heading straight into it. Yeah, straight yeah. towards it. But it was one of those things where you have so much fear, but so much amazement. Like, oh, yeah, like I'll, all at the same time. Yeah, I'll never forget. Ever, ever forget. That's one of like the most um, raw earthly like mother nature type yeah, things that i've yeah. ever witnessed in my life yeah and then as well i remember it was it was very nice to drive away from it yep. because yeah because we're driving we down the mountain and they were like we're trying to drive and then the road was going like left or like okay it was it was crazy to the point where we thought should we stop and not even keep driving or should we take a massive detour to get around it yeah because we did yeah. not want to go into yeah it. yeah i remember that night we just slept in our car in like a little city, a little town. And do you, do you think, remember yeah. like what's kind of your 
How did you handle like sleeping in a car? Well, it was just something that we had to do. You know, it's not yeah. like we had a tent or anything that I could sleep outside. But we we're in it together. You know, mm. and I think that really credited the travel experience for the mm. both of us because yeah. we were in it. I don't think we were apart more than five meters at any point yeah, for yeah. three whole months. This journey know. took yeah. place over three, two to three months. Yeah, I remember when we got into Montana and I was sleeping in the car again and you were sleeping in a tent, like I think like a hundred meters away. And when I went to sleep, I was like, can... no, Drew's not here. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was stretching out. I was yeah. loving it. Yeah. So parts of the car really, the car holds a lot of warmth. Because it got oh. really cold where we were in Montana. We're helping build this organic tiny house. Mm-hmm. And it, we were in the elements. We had to shower in the brisk cold. In an outdoor shower. Yeah, yep. yeah. It was freezing. And it was just... It was such a like a raw... Kind of linked with also the thunder story. Yeah. Kind of being with the elements, with Mother Nature. It was really cool. We're no hippies or anything like that. Nah, but nah. it was really cool to experience the rawness and authenticity of that kind of... Um, North American um, countryside, I guess you could say. Yeah, I remember sleeping in a beanie, in a shirt, in a jumper, in a jacket, in gloves, <laughs> in jeans yeah. with trackies over them. Yeah. No one wants to sleep in jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With socks. Yeah. And I was still cold with two sleeping bags on me. That's yeah. how that's how yeah. cold it was. But yeah. again, we're used to warmth here in Australia. So <laughs> yeah. A little bit of cold. Like, a normal like Canadian or Montanian person would be like just one sleeping bag yeah. or something, they'll be alright. People were probably picturing like minus thirty degrees. No, yeah. the, no it was minus three, probably. Yeah. At the most. Yeah, at the at most. The coldest. At the most. Um but that's what I mean though. At the end of the day, like it was such a it was like an unsugar coated adventure. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like it was hard, it was just there were times where we spat at each other. Not literally. Maybe literally. Probably you, yeah. <laughs> you dirty boy. <laughs> um, but I think, like, and I think what I wanted to f- kind of link this all up to is, because there's ideas that lots of friends make plans to travel together. Like, oh, let's go traveling. Da-da-da. And there's, you realize that there's friends that you love to death, but you can't exactly travel with. It's a bit, because traveling, you were together all the time, all the time. It's more than living together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, what would be your perspective on, like, best friends traveling together? Like, yeah, I talk about the stories to people and all the adventures and everything, um, but there was definitely times where we did fight, you know, mm. like we, especially because we're quite different mm. um, in how we roll, so it was, we clashed heads yeah. heavily, towards the end heavily, it was yeah. sort of, we were starting to burn out, I think, um, but I would just say, don't travel with anyone that you're not very close with, you know, mm. for for that length of length of yeah, time. Like we yeah. were we were together nonstop, yeah, two to three months, yeah, um, yeah. But you got to be committed to that friendship, you know. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't just yeah. meet Susan on your way to the handbag <laughs> store, you know. You got to you got to know someone proper, and even yeah. when you do it, even for us, who we're we're very close, we're very, yeah, very close yeah, friends. Yeah, it yeah. was a struggle. It was, and cause, and I guess it kind of links back to that. It was like a brick like things didn't always go our way yeah. for both of us. So sometimes when we're angry at this situation, we take it out on each other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Uh, we're each other's punching bags. And I think like, yeah, I don't like, and it's because when people ask me like, oh, should I travel with them? And da, 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 it's always a bit tricky. But do you remember at the very end, we had spits and sat and everything like that, but we went to um, like a, like a supermarket or like a, a big um, shopping complex. And we we're just having like a crappy Starbucks coffee we're just waiting for something, and then we just had like a ch- big chat, and Proper then we chat. Ju- and we just kind of like we kind of like realized things where I went wrong. I was a bit controlling with the vlogs and things like that. I wasn't being as open minded, wasn't taking cr- criticism, and like and so it was just kind of like really analyzing all of that, and then kind of just really humbling yourself, letting go of your ego, letting go of all that, and then it's funny how like who I don't know whoever did it first, but it's funny how when someone goes a little bit like humbles himself the other person just goes right back with you yeah. do you know what I mean he goes yeah. well man I'm, I, I'm sorry about and he goes well I'm sorry too about yeah. it you know what I mean And well, how... two best friends if one's sitting on the high horse the other person is down saying I'm sorry hmm. if you're good friends 
the person's not going to stand the high horse. Yeah. And if they if they do, then it's they're not. You got to question. Yeah. 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 And even now, it's awesome because we can reminisce on yeah. things like. And it's hard. It's heartbreaking now because. Like, my computer's getting low on battery right now, and there's so many other stories that happened throughout that three months that I would have... Like, we told that story, like, that whole thing very quickly. Oh, very quickly. There's so much that happened. But that's why we vlogged it. But that's why we vlogged it. So check out the YouTube stuff. What's your YouTube channel? Well, they, like, if they're watching it on YouTube... Then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just go to, to reason videos. Yeah, but for the podcast. But for the podcast, Daniel Cassidio at... YouTube. It's just Daniel Casadio. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm getting used to it. The whole failing forward thing's over, so it's hard for me to... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways, what are some closing thoughts for you? For us, we resolved all our differences right before you left, before we both went home. Um, And I think that, for me, was the biggest takeaway. Never leave bitter. Mm. Never, ever leave bitter. Because if you leave bitter, then you're accepting that that's just going to fester. You know? And I think we can look back on it with such fond memories due to the fact that we sorted out our differences yeah. before we left. Yeah. And we, we left best friends. Yeah, yeah, we, It absolutely. sucked leaving. Yeah. You know? Like, As towards that, the end, yeah. it was like, oh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go home. Yeah. But when you flew home, and, well, when you flew to South America and I flew home, it was like, oh, I'm leaving my best mate. Yeah. You know? And yep, so, yep, yep. my yep. advice with a- anything in life, never, ever leave bitter. Yeah, yeah. Never hold grudges. Never mm-hmm. hold grudges. Grudges. Yep. Man, perfect. Perfect. I reckon we're going to do more podcasts like this. I'm very keen to. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, guys, thank you very much for listening to the Happiness Podcast. Do I look at the camera or do I just look at the microphone? I'll look at the camera while you speak to the microphone. But what do I look? I look at... Just speak to the microphone. Just speak to the microphone. Okay. You're speaking to your podcasters. <laughs> You're speaking to the podcasters. Anyways, guys, thank you very much for listening to the Happiness Podcast. I've been your host, Danny Casadio, and my guest, Drew Barnes, uh, my best mate and my roommate and my content creator. Assistant. Assistant. Yeah, and um, yeah, uh, more podcasts are going to be happening in the future and Drew and I are always thinking of ways to create content, whether it be on YouTube or that's pretty much where it all lives. YouTube or Spotify. <laughs> or Spotify, yeah. Uh, I really get even better at my outros, but it's all learning and working progress. But guys, I just want to say thank you very much for listening and if there's anything that you guys liked or things that we can do better at, let me know because we're always looking at ways to improve it. So thank you for stopping by and thank you for giving us your attention. Ciao for now. You still looked at the camera. Yeah, I was meant to look at the camera. No, the whole I told time. you to look at the phone. Let's just cut it. Cut it. <laughs> Done.